Share Care, helping you. Get younger, get guidance, get better care, get smart, get fit. Radio MD presents Share Care Radio with Daria Long Gillespie, MD. Hi, it's Dr. Daria. I have with me Nicole and Melissa, co-directors and founders of the Southeast Yoga Conference, one of the biggest yoga events in the U.S., and it's held right here in Atlanta. In addition to all the coordination and logistics of that, they're also both certified yoga instructors and longtime practitioners, so they're the experts on our topic today. And we're going to be talking about the health and mental, physical and mental health benefits of yoga and how to really get that. Welcome, Nicole and Melissa. Thank you for having us. So glad I could join you. Now tell me, I just want to get into the background. Like, How did y'all get started in in yoga in general, first just practicing it? Mm -hmm. Well, I took it as an elective in college and um, had this wonderful teacher. And um, I thought she was really great, especially for being as old as she was, because she was like 40. (laughs) And, um, you know, or or so, the age I am now. Mm -hmm. So um, she she was just so strong and... um, and interesting and told wonderful stories and I just I felt great and it inspired me to seek it out after college and to kind of continue exploring which I I did for Mm -hmm. you know almost 10 years before I became a certified yoga teacher okay so really seeing somebody who had that kind of youthful vigor that they were able to maintain in their own life and you wanted that oh yeah she was brilliant yeah okay what about you um so I tried yoga in my 20s Mm -hmm. And I had a sense that it would help me. I was a consultant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a nine to fiver. I guess you'd probably say a nine to niner. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, so I had the sense that yoga would help me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would get DVDs, but I kind of just didn't get it mm-hmm. for like a decade until my early thirties. I went through some personal transitions and did find myself in a place where I finally got yoga. I was finally able to um, feel connected on the mat, connect with my bot, Mm -hmm. find that mind-body connection, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, yeah, just connect to my true nature of who I was and before Mm -hmm. Many and that's something people years. also talk about is yeah. you know the we run around and we're not really are thinking about how we feel or any of that and yoga can help you reconnect that mind body and just tell us really quickly our listeners about what the Southeast Yoga Conference is and how they can find that. Sure. Um, so the Southeast Yoga Conference is um, it's a weekend event. Uh, the Saturday and Sunday this year it's September twenty six, twenty seven. The Saturday and Sunday event is uh, four workshop choices a day. We have four workshop. I'm sorry, three workshop workshop sessions a day with four choices each one. And you can a la carte the whole weekend and just mm-hmm. come and drop in and take one workshop, or you can have a day pass or weekend pass. And we bring in a lot of teachers from across the country, ones who. If you are, you know, privy to any kind of yoga um, magazines mm-hmm. or, or online, that you've probably seen a lot of these teachers, or maybe even traveled to study with them or mm-hmm. work with them. So we bring a lot of them in at once. Um, you know, I think total start to finish, we have about twenty different teachers appearing mm-hmm. this weekend, twenty four different workshops, and wow. um, so it's a chance to just take from and we and we support our local community. We always have a couple local teachers and regional teachers as oh, well. Cool. So it's just a, a real. Um, chance to uh, experience a lot of different people's uh, passions and um, and expertise. Awesome! Sounds and very it's cool. It's our tenth year, so we're really excited. Nice. Yeah, 
Congratulations. Very exciting. Yeah. Great way to check into uh, check into that for people who are experienced and not so experienced. Yeah, there's definitely things for brand newbies mm-hmm. or the so, yoga curious. And I want to exactly and I want to talk about that because going into a yoga class can seem intimidating at times. Talk a little bit about what you mean by the practice of yoga and how somebody can get into it. Do you want to? <laughs> um, you know, when I first got into yoga, there weren't yoga studios all over the place. But now there's a yoga studio pretty much within every three-mile radius, mm-hmm. two-mile radius. So there's plenty of yoga studios. But that's not the only place that offer that's, those aren't the only mm-hmm. places that offer yoga. You can go to a gym, and most mm-hmm. gyms have yoga mm-hmm. now. Um, even workplaces have mm-hmm. yoga. So there's just a lot more options. I would say yoga, even just in the past five years, there's just a more a, a greater proliferation of your options. Mm-hmm. Um, yoga is a great practice for just for letting go, for letting um, go of your stress, of um, that tension in your back. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of thoughts that don't really serve you. Mm-hmm. Um, the rectangle of your yoga mat is a great place to let that go. Just and, let it go. Yeah, kind of become new again. I like that. And it's yeah. also good to know for people who haven't gone to yoga classes, any, any good yoga instructor, if you get there a little bit ahead of time, tell them it's your first or second class. I notice they often kind of come around and kind of quietly will adjust, help somebody get into a better position. Nobody else notices. It doesn't matter. You have all levels of practice there doing yoga at the same time. That's right. If there's a class that is going to be specifically geared towards someone with a more developed practice, it will say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so and any uh, most classes, you, you'll know going in. And you're exactly right. If you get there and communicate with a teacher that it's your first class or if you have any injuries, mm-hmm. they should definitely be able to cater to you and tailor a class. And every pose has a modification and is infinite at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that you're never done with the pose. You can always do less, do more. Yeah. It's always really good. Okay. And it's an awesome thing to do. And it's getting growing in popularity too. It's just like you mentioned, it's just growing exponentially. So let's get into the physical benefits of yoga. So who can benefit from yoga physically? Um, Absolutely anybody that breathes. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, yoga, we can go a very long time without really noticing our breath, right? So you can go and your breath just uh, moves through you all day, every day, of course. But Sometimes we don't notice it until there's a shortness of it, if you suffer from allergies or you get sick. So a a yoga is a chance to um, kind of breathe more deeply, um, connect with that power that we have, that we might forget that we have. And um, the physical benefits are from the inside out. So you are very literally kind of balancing your your structure, your bones, your joints. You are um, balancing your internal organs. You are um, starting to experience how, how things feel when you move more efficiently. Um, and it doesn't take a lot of movement. It doesn't take a power yoga class to achieve that. So you can do it in a very gentle class, a restorative class, a yin class, or you can find that um, some people's personalities do need to move a little bit more rigor- mm-hmm. rigorously. And that is what lets them stop thinking mm-hmm. and just just do. So if you can breathe and maybe move as you breathe, you're doing yoga. So it's, it, it is as simple as that. Or if you can't move, then breathe. Then breathe. That's Um, it, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, we all have a place we can grow from, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, we and we want to keep growing. We want to keep developing, and we want to keep learning. And that's an option for everyone, Um, whether you're an active 25-year-old or 
somebody with special needs mm-hmm. or um, you're in a wheelchair or you're a stressed mom or company executive, um, yoga can improve flexibility, our strength, mm-hmm. uh, weight bearing of yoga can improve our strengths, um, strength in our body can improve posture, coordination. Um, obviously, Nicole talked about the lung function mm-hmm. and the breathing, uh, but even the physiology, even a little bit deeper, like the um, our blood pressure mm-hmm. um, can um, be lowered and it slows even the heart rate. So we get into the physiology mm-hmm. and then even the, the emotional stuff too. So yeah, it's very extensive health benefits. <laughs> so in a couple of things, so you can it be a cardio workout or do people say, well, I do yoga and then I do, do cardio on the side, or is it maybe one of those classes you talked about that go a little more quickly? What's the baseline on that? Yeah. Uh, yoga can be cardio, uh, depending on what, um, kind, what, what, type of yoga you practice mm-hmm. okay. and as you said how quickly you go um, personally I do other things too and it, I mean, yoga doesn't have to be it but it can be you know okay. um, it's also just an amazing complement mm-hmm. to other activities and it keeps you injury free and yeah. improves raise, range of motion it's actually um, a great practice for competitive athletes to a lot injury. of them do it now. I is mean, it mixing if we, in? If we improve our range of motion, mm-hmm. we improve efficiency. Um, you know, we have a stronger backhand mm-hmm. on the tennis court, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah. And I always feel like when I do a yoga class, when I walk out, I'm staying a little bit taller. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably probably partly mental, partly physical. Yeah. So you mentioned people who their minds are going a little bit faster. Are there specific classes and titles that I should look for if I want one that goes a little bit faster? Um, if you want to physically move a little bit faster, yeah, if that's what yeah. you're seeking, is a little mm-hmm. bit of um, heat from the inside and outside. Yes. Yes. So there's, um, there's, uh, you know, and, and every studio will name them differently from very straight up names to kind of funnier names. But there's, um, you know, a power yoga classes or there's, um, you know, Ashtanga classes or there's mm-hmm. hot vinyasa classes that you do in a warm room. So mm-hmm. you warm up more quickly and you have that. Um, but yes, it should be, there should be a description. It should be very clear which ones expect a little more, uh, okay. of a faster pace. Yeah. And if you, if you don't want those, maybe avoid the power yoga or the Ashtanga. <laughs> Something that says more of a level one. <laughs> okay. Great. Great. Now, how often, you know, if some, say someone starts doing yoga, they want to introduce it. Do you suggest that they do it on a one time a week or what's the best way to kind of slowly work it in? Or does it, is there any? Gosh, I, I, I think I feel like if you are starting something new and it's really resonating with you, that three to four times a week is where mm-hmm. you're really going to uh, feel a um, a really nice tipping point okay. where the body isn't relearning it new every week, mm-hmm. but there's some muscle memory and um, and you feel that momentum. Okay. Um, so uh, with anything, so even if you're excited about cycling or whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. I think doing it a few times a week at least is great. And have you seen any st- students really change their lives and bodies to the use of yoga? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, certainly... Um, I've had students, even a couple of private students who have mm-hmm. avoided surgery through yoga, um, like a rotator, I had a rotator cuff in, mm-hmm. injury in one of my students and, uh, we strengthened around the injury. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And actually I had another student who I didn't realize that she had been planning on getting hip replacement surgery. I did, I just didn't know that. Um, but we, ha- I happened to notice that, um, her hips were weak, and mm-hmm. so we were doing a lot of hip strengthening mm-hmm. poses. 
she mentioned six months later, you know, I had been planning or thinking about hip replacement surgery about a year ago, but I'm not really thinking about that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh. Look at that. (laughs) That's so amazing because in women, especially often with our knee pain in a variety of places, are because of an imbalance of the muscles and ligaments surrounding the knee. And if you can, similar for the hip or the shoulder, if you can strengthen that cradle of muscles surrounding the joint, you can often, you know, either delay injury, you can prevent injury altogether. It's fantastic. So, yeah, I, that makes absolutely 100% sense to me. I want to jump to the mental benefits of yoga because, you know, for it, it has that mental health as well. It's not just your body. Talk about how you really integrate the mental aspect into yoga. Well, again, I think it kind of comes back to the the breathing. So even if you just sit there, if you're right now and you take a big breath, like a real belly breath or, you know, balloon breath, a Buddha breath, all these things that we call it, that's not common. We have to try to do that. We have to try to direct our breath into different parts of the body. So that connection has has um, the effect of being aware of more sensations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that in itself is, it can be very revealing to people. So you can see where there are mental blocks just as much as physical blocks, you know, through the asana mm-hmm. work, through the, the, the shapes that we take, the mm-hmm. practice, the physical practice. Um, and you will feel you know, some, perhaps some mental clarity. Um, it's uh, a way to develop a stillness within. So things are only getting crazier, I fear, mm-hmm. I think, that's been my observation. And so um, developing this place that we can go where we feel in control, um, safe, and still is really important. Um, and I think that we get that. And it, I think it really does start with with the breathing. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it doesn't have to be um, sitting still breathing. It can be a movement and breathing mm-hmm. or it can be kind of sitting still, setting your intention for the next X amount of minutes mm-hmm. that you're going to be moving. Um, also, yoga just teaches us trust and to learn to um, b- trust the process of, mm-hmm. of life, of trust ourselves. I mean, a lot of, I think a lot of times we have you know, we can panic or get anxious because we start to think about the future. But, you know, we find out um, who we are. We get mm-hmm. mentally, we get stronger. And um, we're reminded of our interconnectedness, mm-hmm. I think, on the mat. Um, and, you know, these kind of these ideas bring us to a calmer place. Mm-hmm. I think there's a reason why, even though there are tremendously uh, awesome resources online for yoga classes that yoga studios are still seeing a big turnout. We do crave that connection. We would prefer to practice in with a group. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I was joking with Melissa last night as we were talking about some of, some of these topics and like, it, it's, it's not a guarantee that after three classes you'll walk out and you will cease to ever experience road rage again because you have this still place within. It's not about that. It's just about a greater awareness and, um, yeah, and, and just developing a little more. Uh, it's a practice. You're never cured, it's right? It's a practice, right. <laughs> but I like that. It gives you the physical, but it also kind of connects you a little bit more, a little bit more. You have moments of quiet and stillness, which I know is what's so hard for all of us because you have it is. bings and beeps in my phone and my computer. And when you're having that time in yoga, it's actually it's kind of silences that. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, and, and it's hugely important for all of us to do. Now, I want to get into some actionable things. How can, you know, what are some ways that somebody can start? You mentioned going to a class, going online. I'd like to talk about some of the resources really quickly so that our listeners who are just kind of curious 
can know some great places to start? Um, gosh, I mean, I think that you should do, first of all, it has to be convenient. You're not going to go somewhere if it's inconvenient. So find a, a resource, a place near you. Ask somebody for a referral, mm-hmm. um, a teacher that they like to go with a teacher that you think might resonate with you based on their description. There's obviously, you know, reviews of studios. So um, I think that you find somebody you trust to get a referral and, and try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very natural to kind of stick with one teacher at first and you find somebody you like and then you get brave and you start to mm-hmm. search a little bit more and you find that there are other um, flavors of yoga that mm-hmm. that resonate with you too. So it, it's an experiment and it's, uh, you know, even if you practice the same class every day, if somebody's a, a hot yoga person that does this Bikram practice, it will be a different experience every day based yeah. on how you're feeling and what what you're bringing to it. Yeah, what mm-hmm. you're bringing to it. So. Okay. Now, what about the whole? Because you, know, you talked about the mind body connection and the, kind of a meditation like aspect of it. Is there a way to kind of get that meditation without the physical class, or do you always suggest that somebody do both of those together? No, I mean. You may, speaking of road rage, you may be at here, especially here in Atlanta, you may be here in traffic or, mm-hmm. you know, five minutes just to breathe and come back to your breath and mm-hmm. let the breath draw you in and remind you of what's in your control mm-hmm. and what isn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't require postures. Mm-hmm. And we can practice yoga even when we can't get to a class. And back to inter- back to interconnectedness, you know, connecting with a friend or mm-hmm. um, a neighbor or saying hello to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yoga too. Yoga means uh, to yoke, union. Really? So, there you go. So yoga yeah. is really more of a mindset <laughs> and that includes this physical activity. Mm-hmm. We always say the practice kind of starts when you leave your mat, when you leave the room. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... This kind of introduces yeah. us. So that's really good. So say you you would like to do a class, but one great way to just fit in some of this mentality is to do a one-minute or a five-minute kind of meditation. Kind of, Do you suggest any guided ones or just kind of taking into their own breath on their own? You know, there's a lot online, a lot of guided mm-hmm. meditations online, and there's also um, books, mm-hmm. you know, books to read just to cut become familiar with the postures if you're nervous about just walking into a class mm-hmm. um, as simple as you want it to be yeah, yeah. yeah. and it then that's how I started DVDs mm-hmm. stuff like that okay. I mean eventually I got into yoga more thoroughly mm-hmm. through taking yoga mm-hmm. in a, a class and that's but and that's it's a good starting point okay awesome and that's really great to know yoga can seem intimidating but it's not really it means union we talked about mm-hmm. it and it has the physical aspects of benefit it has the mental health you can always start it in a dvd at home or go to a class go to a gym call them ahead of time if you're not experienced tell them that and they will help you find that they want to help you and make you feel comfortable yeah. nicole and melissa this is awesome thank you so much for joining us i'm going to want to check out the southeastern Good. yoga conference join us. find it at seyogaconference.com or on their facebook page southeast East Yoga Conference or Twitter or Instagram at SE Yoga Conf. This is Dr. Daria, and you're listening to Share Care Radio on Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.